Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Hoops and Hops, an offshoot of Barley and Me podcast. This is a podcast where me, Ben Rice, the host of Barley and Me podcast, teams up with local chef Phil Webster. Hello there. To talk about beer and basketball. We're going to compare players to beers, teams to breweries. We're going to break down the NBA offseason, project what's going to happen in the uh, 2021, or what is this, 2020, 2021 season? Yeah. 2020s. Uh, Easy season, for you to say. 2020-2021 season. <laughs> Who says it that way? This Nobody. It's, nobody. It's the 2021 does. season, which is hyphenated, but not 2021 season. All right. It's not confusing. We're going to talk about it. Things have happened. It's been a while. Um, we're branching off. We're, we're kicking barley meat to the curb. We're going to take hoops and hops. We're going to go forward with it uh, on its own. It's uh, it's going to be great. Uh, yeah. Phil, we mentioned. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> We've meant to do an episode for uh, since the finals. Uh, <laughs> fortunately, uh, with the shutdown, the time from the finals to now is not that long. So we weren't really no, that bad. It really we, wasn't. We yeah, there's been behind. like a month I think we've missed. Yeah. <laughs> um, but a lot has happened. A lot has happened. And uh, I'm glad we could get back to it despite all of yeah. everything COVID trying to shut us down. Yeah. How do you feel about the condensed off season? You get your draft, you get your free agency, you get your trades all within like three weeks. It's madness. I mean, selfishly, it's fantastic. Um, for the players, I'm sure it is not. Um, but to for what you know what it's worth in entertainment there it can't get much better can't get much better of course since this is a beer and basketball podcast we are drinking a beer today yes we are yeah we got a uh, bike dog burn your idols double hazy ipa coming in at eight percent and i think this is the perfect beer for this episode because this with the condensed off season and the madness that's happened it's basically burning your idols like you don't oh, everything's yes. a wreck <laughs> yes um yeah you, anything goes like you like just like anything like with covid right now uh the nba is is such it's very hectic uh you wouldn't be surprised if everybody got injured and you wouldn't be surprised if nobody it would just it's just be that kind of craziness yeah the trades are out of control like d- free agencies out of control draft picks it's crazy it's an insane. It's an insane. Nobody is where they were before. Everyone's no. <laughs> life is in upheaval. Like yes. you, what you thought yes, was people true. we thought were going to win the the whole championship or maybe not even contenders. Now it's just it's, yeah. a, it's crazy. It's crazy, crazy off season and no bubble this year. So it, it, it's oh. going to get even more nuts. There's no bubble this year. I didn't actually check that. Uh, there, there should be a bubble. I think it would be great to see all the teams in a bubble, uh, forced away from their families, just fighting for desperation. Like if you don't, like every week they just eliminate one island. team. Just <laughs> you didn't win a game this week, you're out. And just, <laughs> that would be a quicker season. I, team, I don't know if they would be mad about that. Last team to win a game gets out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would be a good episode. But I that, think, yeah, yeah, I mean, you could break that down. You could pre-do it, and nobody knows what happens. Like, <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. 
but I just like like I I just not we were not fans of the bubble initially. Uh, it seemed like it would be stupid, but it ended up being a lot of fun to watch. I don't know. It it was it was incredibly competitive, um, and yeah, I thought it was going to be an absolute disaster, especially based on our government and how everybody else has been handling this thing. But the NBA got it right; they got it, got it tenfold right, hundred percent right. No, nobody went out after they after they'd all quarantined. Nobody came up with a case. Like it worked. Yeah. It's as if yes. sheltering in place doing minimal That's insane, contact right? works uh, <laughs> <laughs> everybody wear masks when they go in and out and you quarantine if you do go out that's in, that's insane yeah that's stay great... until you're negative for like seven days or ten days or whatever yeah. it was yeah yeah they may now they had the testing which also helps yeah. but yeah that, that they did an incredible job obviously baseball had its hiccups Football is continuing to have hiccups, if not more. So NBA, hats off, man. They they did it. I know that that was tough on the players and everybody to be quarantined like that, but they uh, they did it, and it was incredibly competitive, incredibly entertaining, and hats off to the Lakers for pulling it out. Yeah. I, I think I had that. Um, yeah. I think we were both had them in at least the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah, good for LeBron, number four. Still Pliny the Elder, uh <laughs> not Pliny the Younger, but he's getting closer. He is definitely getting closer. He'll always be in the conversation now. There's no doubt about that. Yep. Three teams he's won championships with. Yeah, uh, insane. You can't take that away. Uh <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> Although obviously the people that win all their championships with one team. You can't take that away either. So. No, you can't. The road for Jordan was so picturesque. That's why he's. <laughs> oh, it's the storyline. Yeah, it's how it worked. It went took like this nothing team, like that again. Took yes, his took lumps, a failing team. Learned to get better. It's the best. Like he took his yes, lumps against, against the Celtics, the, the Pistons, and then the he story finally team. over and he couldn't Lakers. Be yeah, yeah. You can't make it. Like there's no. It's not. Like Robert Ory has more championships, right? But it's not it's not the championships alone. It's like the, it's how it's done. That's why it's hard to compare the two. LeBron's great. LeBron's the greatest in his era. Like no question about it. Like he is, especially with the pressure he had. Yeah, and like, he no also doubt. you know took a team that didn't have a great history and uh, built them into champion. It took him a second try. That's probably the, yes. one of the problems. <laughs> he had to learn somewhere else. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, crazy. Uh, so I wanted to do a quick point out that last, uh, on previous episodes of Hoops and Hops, uh, we, <laughs> we discussed, uh, who we thought would be in the finals and to us that in the East, it was the Milwaukee Bucks. Not a problem. Not no, a problem. Nobody saw this Heat team coming. No. And the Heat, like, they went into the finals injured. And as a, like, what were they, seventh seed? Eighth seed? Yeah, seven, seventh seed, I think. Yeah. Seventh or sixth. No, and, no higher than sixth. And got to the finals, injured, and still took a game. That's mad. It is insane. No, their effort was outrageous. Yeah. Um, with Butler, Butler turned out to be, like, I mean, we talked about him before. Yeah. Um, but this that guy um, showed me something, and it shows – like what happens when he got to be the leader of a team? I mean, he had a chance, right? He was with Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, he got he got put like with the Sixers, um, but he was he didn't get to be the true leader. So yeah, he's had better talent. Yeah, always someone coming he, at the king nonstop. Yeah, Game of Thrones. But style. no, that guy has got mad respect for me. He, he's uh he's definitely going to be somebody if he gets like one or two more pieces and a little luck, he, he he's going to win one. He's yeah. definitely going to win one. Yeah, and uh, we'll just toot our own horn here. Well, we didn't pick them to get to the finals. I think in our minds we knew how good they were because on our last episode we broke down three different Heat players and what kind of beers they would be. So it seems like we knew in our souls. Yeah, I mean, yeah, secretly we thought like, no. You can't say that in public, the Heat in the finals. No, that's not what happened. We just happened to admire some players because we love scrappers. That's what it is. Just I love a scrappy player. And like Jimmy Butler, Iggy... Like Bam, ugly Goran, they get it done. Yeah, they get the work done. That's really what it is. Uh, Especially us being, uh, I'm, you know, you're a Sonic fan and I'm a Kings fan, so we don't we don't win 
pretty really like i mean nowadays especially yeah oh boy so um so it's nice it's nice to see how people are doing it nowadays and uh yeah mad respect to the heat yeah so i think uh there we go we've talked about it lakers win good job everybody it was a, yes. it was a good it was a good series to watch honestly i enjoyed watching that series um and then we hit off season we get the nba draft we got some trades we got some like hoopla over some trades we had a, a killer trade uh to get bogdan over to milwaukee that did not oh happen. yeah did not it was uh i was very sad but i felt like it was the right move by milwaukee that was gonna set them up big time uh yeah. and they were gonna get to keep giannis for sure and uh it falls through from whatever reason tampering bogdan not wanting to go there who knows um yeah. They still haven't let it out. I'm sure there will be a book out soon. It, it had to have been a safe face tampering thing. There's no way Bogdan's like, yeah, I don't want to play. I want to be like or wide open for all these threes uh, while Drew Holiday and Giannis take it to the basket. Oh, they they would have been a, definitely off. a dark horse. Like, yeah. yeah, they would have been. They would have been a top three team in the East it's if like, not. Nobody yeah, wants to go to a team that's already supposed to be a championship favorite and then like, right. have them neutralize all your negatives and and like lift up all your positives. Nobody wants and give you money. Like, <laughs> yeah, and you would have got paid. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like it was such a done deal. Like, I mean, they they brought it out early, but I feel like. You know, now that we've we've um, listened to a couple of conspiracy theory podcasts about things, um, <laughs> it wouldn't put it wouldn't put it out of my mind that somebody leaked that to make it not happen. Yeah. Like in a way, well, well like, that's the crazy thing. They're like, oh, it's, I think it's tampering because we all knew about it before the trade was even open. You couldn't even discuss things with players yet. But it wasn't the only trade announced. All these no. Chris Paul's trade was announced. Like yes. all these trades, like the. The tampering time frame is bullshit. Like yes. everybody yes. knows these teams nope. are talking, everybody knows these agents are talking. Just admit it and be it okay. It just seemed with like it. a king's thing. Like yeah. it somehow it seemed like somehow the kings were getting screwed out of something else. Like it's like without them even really doing anything, like they just somehow bogged it up. Yeah. Yeah. Like without a like, like, Lack of a better term. Like, what what rational human being is like, yeah, it's the start of free agency at noon today, and there's a signing at 12.02 because those guys in two minutes came down. They nailed yeah, down this contract. Sure. <laughs> like, yeah. No, we, yeah. I know all the details, loved it, signed <laughs> it, got it approved by the league, all that two minutes. It's not how it works. They're definitely talking no. beforehand. And no, I, definitely. And, and players are allowed to talk to other players. So yeah. it's like they're just not supposed to be talking to agents, supposedly, which, again, and it, you act like all you're doing is setting up rules to be broken. Yeah. Like there, no, everybody's talking to everybody. There, especially in this kind of time frame yeah. where they had to start the season so soon, you know that they were already trying to make deals happen. That you have to, like, yeah. But of, of course, like that's just how it worked out. And then he ends up on the Atlanta Hawks. Now that I mean, that's in- interesting. But obviously, it's not a. It's they not have, a. They have enough fit. wings. They just go into another situation where there's too many people where he's at. It just it's such yeah. a weird turn of events. And it's like the Hawks seem yes. to be building a certain thing, and then this offseason just went against everything that they were building. Uh, yes, so. they they just got a whole bunch of guys who can shoot threes. Yeah, um, no but defense. Then there's there's one basketball. <laughs> And yeah, like in, you know, um, who am I thinking of on the team? Um, he's gonna like, I don't know how much. Yeah. Trey, 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 yeah. Trey young. He's, um, he's got to now, you know, give up more shots. He's a volume shooter. He's not the greatest shooter. I I would assume he's like a really short, um, well, Russell Westbrook, he can shoot a little bit, but he he's a volume shooter. He doesn't have a great percentage, but he's he's uh, exciting. Um, we'll just kind of see what he does in his next year. Like, what is this year three now? Yeah, year three. So uh, he's got to make uh, he's got to make a jump. But yeah, I don't I don't think um, he went to a better situation. I think he went to basically the same situation on the East Coast. Yeah, he's... like you have a really dynamic point guard and nothing else. Yeah, and they're gonna just be a sieve on defense oh. just there's nobody to stop anybody anywhere on that floor now and the hawks no. have always been a very defensive minded team over yeah. the years and it's whatever they've made mistakes <laughs> uh you know no so many mistakes this offseason who's given 120 million dollars to people who can barely walk oh <laughs> my god that that move 
by the Hornet. Well, I mean, yeah, we haven't even gotten to that, but like I the the move by Michael Jordan, I mean, just continue as a GM owner president disaster. is disaster. Like who gives a guy 120 million dollars that hasn't had a good leg, like has a broken leg. Like it's just insane to me. Um but he had LaMelo. I don't blame him for getting him. Like, you need an attention getter. You're the Hornets. Uh, <laughs> no way cares. So now you give, you're going to get like primetime TV spots for your team to get trounced by Boston <laughs> by 20 points. But at least you'll be on national TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, let's say this if Gordon Hayward was a beer. Uh, since it's part Ooh, of the podcast wow. structure. Wow. So we're talking about a guy who was a college legend, had his heart broken. His team comes back and wins, the, like gets the championship again without him in the NCAA. Uh, missing that heartbreaking yes. three. Uh, then he becomes an NBA player, plays for the Utah Jazz, where nobody cares about basketball. Uh, well, I guess yeah. the Utah Jazz no. care about basketball. They did, yeah. Utah cares, but nobody, nobody else outside of Utah cares no, 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 about no. your team. Uh, and builds an All Star career out of that. Goes to Boston, game one, destroys his leg forever. Yeah. Uh, he went, he's a prodigal son. He had so much pressure to be Larry Bird. And then you, yeah, you have a compound fracture on the first game. And uh, just now, and then they happen to have really good draft and have two yeah. small forwards that are fantastic. Yeah. So you'll never get any playing time. So I know, I, I know what I'm going to call him. Do you know what you're going to call Gordon Hayward for a beer? I don't mind. Okay, I'm going to call Gordon Hayward a racer five. He's a really good IPA. Super tasty. Gets you what you need to win some ball games. And then things happen in the beer industry. You get passed by. And at this point, mm. their access to uh, ingredients got reduced. So they had to stop making beer for a while. And then they had to come back and try to reestablish themselves in an entirely new craft so beer world. And it's yes. still... A beer you should go drink and check out. Yeah, Bear Republic be... is a is a great brewery yeah. too. Like they have a lot of fun out there in Ellsberg. Yeah. yeah, and that uh, brewery, their bar food is elevated. It's like it's, yes. like, it's bar food, but it's so good. Yeah, uh, it's really good. <laughs> and and it's kind of expensive. Maybe a little more. Yeah, than it's the area is a lot more expensive yeah. than yeah. I thought. Once I saw where it was, I was like, oh wow, these are ritzy people out yeah. here. Yeah, you know, like a Michael Jordan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> this fits. There we go. Gordon Hayward. Oh, There's worse things you could be. <laughs> that is true. God, where would I put him? Yeah, I probably put him like, yeah, I would say like in those bomber days. Uh, yeah. He would be a Lagunitas Hop Stupid or a. Um, I like that. That's a one dimensional beer. That fits. Yeah. Oh, it's I like, yeah, they were like, they were just like when you wanted that beer, like that was like. You were drinking a man beer. You're drinking an arrogant bastard. You're drinking like no, no, he's in that realm. I love your eye of the hawk one because it kept almost coming back. Almost is almost yes. back. He's almost back to where he was, and then something would happen, and the brewery it would go under did. again. A new ownership yes. would come in. And like okay, we're building it, and it would fail, <laughs> and it's just like over and over again. Yes, and so the close. label was just so eighties. <laughs> Everything was really bad about that. It just never. They never rebranded it. They never tried to like make it something. It was just like. And then Racer 5 just kind of took over. And then, like, they were basically the same beer, but nobody would tell you that they had drank an eye of the hawk anymore. And so, yeah, I would say, yeah, he's in that realm for me. He's he's definitely, like, a a really old-school hoppy IPA. And as a person who's, like, in a championship game or, like, championship favorite that fails just barely, like, for me, my experience with Eye of the Hawk was I always had a great time drinking it. But the next day, I was like, "Oh, I should not have done that. I feel really bad." Today. Yes, yes, Which is yes. like your team's about to win the championship. This three rims out. It's like, "Oh God!" <laughs> so, I the hawk, great choice for a Gordon Hayward beer. Uh, oh. Also, buying that brewery right now probably kind of expensive. And you're like, "I don't know." Yes, really yes, yes. I what I want to do. <laughs> like, I think the guy that owned it last is in jail now. Anyway, <laughs> like for like. <laughs> financial fraud yes yeah uh, no he probably made more than one bad decision before i tried to buy that beer uh that brewery yes um yeah and so like with all the free agency now we got russell westbrook like uh, 
We're trading apples for apples in a way with Houston. We're trading apples for crab apples, if you you ask me. Well, yeah. I I mean, it's funny how people are trying to spin it that Houston won this trade. I can't see how they did. And I I don't know how they did. Unless, I mean, unless really Wall was just baiting for a year that he wasn't going to play because he just didn't want to play with Beal. But if, if there's no, I don't think he was healthy, man. Like I think you, I don't think he was healthy. Yeah, I, I, unless John Wall was baiting you for seven years and pretending like he couldn't shoot, um, th- this doesn't make any sense. He's a ball dominant guard. He holds the ball longer than anybody. He held the ball yes, longer even, than anybody, even more than Westbrook, James Har- more than James Harden, <laughs> who is a world upon himself on that offense. Like yeah. you're not going to put two of those guys. What is besides that? the money? I, being right, I don't know why you make that trade. Yeah. I get like we were talking about Knicks. I think off off yeah. podcast was yeah. I thought was a spot for him, um, but I, yeah, they, the Knicks didn't have the assets to trade to make it work um, yeah. money wise. Now, are you saying but, Knicks for Westbrook or Knicks for Wall? I would say Knicks for uh, Westbrook. Okay, I don't <laughs> think there's any way Wall gets moved if it's not. For Westbrook, yeah. I think Washington wins back. this. I think Washington's going to be a, a top three or four team. Yeah. I mean, again, they're not going to be great. Like, they're going to be the same. Bradley Beal was a really good Houston. second player. Yes. He's done it his whole career until John Wall got injured. And now you're putting with an actual offensive first player. John Wall was yes. a first player, but he wasn't a good offensive player. No. Westbrook is a fantastic offensive player. And- I just feel like they're both the same. You're still trading the both same player like you're not getting somebody to help Beal like they're just yeah they're alternative like yeah. it's like yeah it's you want a, him if he's off like you want Westbrook to come off yeah. the bench that'd be great like, same time Westbrook has led the league in assists he's gotten average triple doubles for three years but he's not he doesn't make you better but he also no. doesn't make you worse that's what I think right he will he, he like, won't yes, like, you, I kind of thought like you. oh it would have been great for the Kings to somehow pull something off with buddy healed and, and make that happen but then I was like do I want to be a six or seven seed yeah like in the playoffs just to get spanked by Clippers or Lakers no not really yeah like no but I don't. like Bradley Beal has been a second option Kevin Durant has played with Russell Westbrook, and that worked out really well for several years yeah. until they got tired of each other, and or one got tired of the other. Whatever the case is, and then one got hurt and in his feelings and <laughs> decided to destroy worlds for a couple <laughs> of years, uh, but only individually. But Westbrook is—he's not a dynamic passer, but he gets you yes. the ball where it needs to be. You've played basketball. I've played basketball. You know, a bad pass fucks up your shot. Yes. It fucks up your shot. Westbrook yes. doesn't give you bad passes. He doesn't give you great passes. He puts it in your pocket. You do with it what you were going to do with it. It's true. Now, my thing with Westbrook is what's his ideal player? Like, in my head, who would I put together with him where I'd be like, okay, now he's going to have a real shot at winning a championship because of the style that he plays with, with wrecking abandonment, needing to have the ball. Um, he does pass, but he also takes terrible, terrible shots. <laughs> He's a terrible three-point shooter, and he refuses to think that he is. And at the rate that he shoots, and like, so who do you like? Who could you like? If he was with Anthony Davis, does he win? Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't know if he ha- if that's enough to keep like to make him a champion. Like, I, I think he needs a, a wing player who can go inside, and I think that's Bradley Beal. I think he needs a decent two or three. That can get in there. Uh, and then just a good screen setter. I think they have a lot of shooting. We'll see what happens. But I think it's not going to be as bad as people think. And I think Houston's going to be worse than people think. Oh, Houston's going to be, yes. It's gonna be They're going to definitely fall off. But they'll, again, they'll be a 5-6 seed. They'll be in the middle. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to um, be bad. They're yeah. not going to be great. What do we think Westbrook is as a beer? I know we did Harden. Yeah. What, what would you? I, I think I, I have one. I think we talked about it earlier because we were discussing you. If you're a Harden fan and a Westbrook fan, you think one of these people is this thing. We said milkshake, <laughs> milkshake IPAs. Milkshake uh, IPAs. Just, like it's they nice because it fits because people is. hate them or they love them, and oh, there's no in between. And there isn't. And some and people think that they don't go with anything. Yeah, they don't. You can't don't pair them. It's a mess of things. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, they but, sell. 
They and sell tickets. Yep. They'll get you there. People will buy them, but they're not. They're not a championship there. ring. No. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like your sixth, seventh best beer. That's not. No. But God, there's some people so who swear it's the best. It's the, this is the top of the line. Yes. Best thing you they were know. like, this is not. This is an IPA I can drink. And I'd be like, that is not an IPA. That's an IPA I, I would like to get rid of. How, can I trade this for beer <laughs> at equal value? It's really hard to. It's really hard to get equal value back on this milkshake IPA. <laughs> Yeah, you'll, yeah. Unless you traded for another milkshake IPA, <laughs> they're like, I don't want. Not, I didn't want a milkshake IPA. That's why I traded the milkshake IPA. <laughs> now it's here's a different. strawberry banana one for a <laughs> coconut pineapple. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want either of these. The other way. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I, so oh, so yeah. So that's where we're clumping Wall, Harden. If you, if you could redo this trade and send these Ooh. players anywhere anywhere in the NBA that makes sense financially for both teams, but not necessarily match, where would you send John Wall? Where would he have gone? Good Lord, who needs a point guard? I Lakers, maybe. Like, I feel like they could absorb how bad he is. Like, they, like he could, he could give LeBron what he needed, maybe, so he could rest a little bit more, but then but you know you don't have to worry about playing him as a starter. Like you could put him off the bench, and then he could just have his own time with AD, so LeBron could get some rest. He can take the second team yeah. and lead them for a little while. Other than that, I, they would have to be an established top four or five team. I I couldn't see Wall on anything else. Oh, like. Man. Yeah, and I like it because it gives him time to like run around, set their picks, get everybody open because he's got five seconds to do yeah. the ball for no reason. And yes. they're like, great, we've gotten open in that amount of time. Let's do this. Let's get to, let's get into the offense. <laughs> yes, he just wants to do an and one mixtape basically yeah. in like the second half. So yeah. you like you give him the last five minutes of each quarter. I, <laughs> so I, like, I, I feel bad. I would I would trade him to the Knicks. I would I would oh, God. <laughs> be like prove it, prove that you're a star. Like. <laughs> He couldn't. He couldn't in Washington. I mean, they got to the playoffs. They did get to the. He's gotten to the playoffs tw- twice, I think, with them. Um, but he cl- he clearly him and Beal did not like coexist. They're a one a b, and they're not. This, they're like the same personality. Clearly, once Wall was gone, Beal took over. He was a. He's clearly a better player than even I thought he was. Yeah. I thought he was. A complimentary uh, sh- shooting guard, but he's as close to Clay Thompson as you can be. Like that guy can yeah. play defense, he can shoot. Um, that guy is, yeah, he's a star. If he had a Curry or something like that, or a really good coach, like they're they're gonna be pretty good. And he's in the East, so yeah. Um, we'll we'll kind of see what happens with them. I like I said, I feel like they'll be in the middle of the road, and hopefully, yeah. Bill will get some attention, but. Um, yeah, Wall is really bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I really feel bad. bad. I'm like, just put him on the Knicks and see what he does. Because I think they have the money. They always love a star point guard. He'll bring in sure. people. And maybe he has learned. Maybe he's become a better player. Maybe he's more of a teammate. Maybe he's not as ball possessive. That's and what I'm can, hoping. And they can maximize thought, their like use. Maybe Houston got the steal that we don't know about, right? Maybe yeah. they're the Miami Heat and but, we're thinking yeah. like, dude, there's no way this works. And for John and Wall, it's a lose-lose. If, it, if they go bad, they blame John Wall. And if they do good, they're like, well, John Wall was there. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, either way, he was really expensive, but it's like, yeah, like you said, like crab apples at least like i mean it's it's not it's not great it's yeah. not a great like you're then you like daryl morey wouldn't made this trade yeah no no and that's why you got rid of him yeah. like basically probably yeah. and so we'll see we'll yeah. we, we'll see but i i don't know like it seems like it's all way all bad and it was just a way to take 120 million and flush it down yeah. the toilet and now i'm gonna blow up the nba's mind right now my trade for russell Westbrook from the rockets yes. To Detroit for Blake Griffin. You want damaged (laughs) goods in return? Take Blake Griffin. He's going to give you inside presence. He's going to give you three-point stroke. He's going to give you defense. He's going to give you rebounding. Mm. He gives the Rockets everything that they need. The only risk is maybe he gets hurt again or he doesn't recover properly. But you're already taking that risk with John Wall, and he doesn't do anything to help you. Plus, Detroit has nothing but forwards. Nothing but forwards and centers. They have no point guard. Bring Russ in there to throw lobs and hammer it home. Like, that team's fun. They probably don't win, 
but it's the East also, so they might win. It's true. <laughs> I it's think, true. And that, that's, there's a little bit of salary issues where you got it to somebody else with Blake, which is even more of a win for the Rockets. So, like, what's <laughs> that would that would have changed two teams? Yes. That would have turned them around. You want an all five out Houston Rockets team? Put Blake Griffin on the team. Ooh, interesting. You, you done? You know, I up. thought like on top of that, like what? Like, I mean, well, they don't really have anybody to give back um, besides picks. I feel like, yeah. but I thought about the rock. I thought about the Rockets trading with the Pelicans. Okay, giving Russell Westbrook, um, giving Russell Westbrook um, that young nucleus, mm-hmm. and maybe if he's playing the off guard. To uh, L- L- uh, Lonzo Ball. Yeah. Okay. So you're and getting rid you... of uh, what's his face, the other guy, former yes. Lakers guy, Brandon, whatever. Yeah, Ingram. Yeah. yeah, I'm giving them Ingram, and they just signed him. I think. Yeah, um, I think he's at a max contract. So. So yeah. So I was like, you trade Ingram, you give, you know, you got like a guy who can score on his own, like quite quickly, right? And mm-hmm. um, and then you also have that young nucleus so maybe i like there's enough ball to go around um maybe it makes the pelicans more interesting there's no way they're gonna win like presently constructed and i don't care how young they are like they need a veteran leader well and they uh, got one they don't have one they got one (laughs) uh but i love that trade that's a really good trade it works for both teams because brandon ingram is a quick fire shooter so when hard on the bench he goes he goes nuts but he's also good off the ball He's dependable on on the setup shot, so I oh, like yeah. that trade a lot. Honestly, Sam Van Gundy's now their coach. Like I feel like he's a great coach. Yeah. He does want to coach young guys, but I feel like yeah, if he can get him, I think he some does. I think he likes him because he can instill his defensive tendencies. Yes. In him. he's like, I want you guys to play defense. Yes. You can't do that with people who have not been playing defense for six, seven years. Mm, you gotta get them true. when they're young. <laughs> That's true. I don't know. I I don't know. But yeah, like yeah, I feel like you could they could have handled Westbrook. Other than I would not send Wall there, obviously. Yeah. Or anybody else. But yeah, that would have been my that would have been my dream little scenario for the Pelicans. That's killer. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, and speaking of, you said no veteran leadership. They traded for Steven Adams. I think that's an underrated oh, move. Oh, true. That dude's a leader. I do think it's an underrated move. I feel like ball. these playing... The same. I think he's going to take double doubles away from um, from Zion. Why am I losing Zion? Yes, yeah. I feel like he's going to take double doubles away from Zion. But great guy. I wanted the Kings to get him. Yeah. Like I was really, really hoping the Kings would have would have put something together to get him. I'm really sad that they didn't. That dude can ball, and yeah. he's not afraid of anybody. Not afraid of anybody. Sets picks like a steel wall. Uh, yes. Underrated passer. He is a phenomenal passer from the high post and also oh, like a little flip shot behind him if you're cutting to the basket. Um, and his flip shot, I don't know if you've seen him up close to the basket, non-dunks, his flip shot, legit. He's got a good Who inside Who had game. the better trait? I mean, the better drafting, like in the last, like, what, seven years, seven, eight years, uh, Oakland, <laughs> Oklahoma City Thunder. Like the people that they drafted, like they get Durant. They no. get Westbrook. Those are both Sonics picks. Yeah, Harden. <laughs> yeah, technically, yes. But they had Harden. Yeah. You have, I Adams, mean, you, they're always you, panned. They are always panned. But they had a lot of people fall through. Perry Jones, the third, uh, as a Thunder sure. fan, like, uh, Alex Abrinas. Uh, <laughs> uh, Lamb, they got for, for uh, what's his face? Harden. But, like, they picked somebody else right after that. They haven't really done that spectacular. Serge Ibaka also. Don't forget Serge Ibaka. Yeah, they, Serge Ibaka. They're good at picking up in the late rounds, getting players that are usable <laughs> in the league. Uh, but right. for a while, yeah, they were drafting stars. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, like you, I would say the same thing about the Spurs, right? The Spurs wouldn't get necessarily like star power, but they would get like people who fit yeah. whatever they were Very doing. Good, like, uh, yeah, they they pick players that will fall into their roles. 
Right, knowing that they were going to pick in the late round, like yeah. getting in the 20th pick or something like and, that, they would always get the rough. And now they have 743 first-round picks over the next four <laughs> years. So what the team looks like in the future, who even knows? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? As a begrudged Oklahoma City Thunder fan. Yeah. We had some other big trades come up, right? We've got Chris Paul to the Suns, pairing with Debbie yes, Booker. Yes, very strange, but... Um, I've I'm already forgotten okay who the Thunder it. got back in that trade. I don't even know <laughs> who came back. <laughs> I think it was like a th- it, third team. I don't even cry. Know. It's tears, tears <laughs> in a draft pick. I think something like that. Ham sandwich. Yeah. I think they just got out of the money. Yeah, I think that's what they wanted. Yeah, the Suns could take the money, but I feel like the Suns just. Why did you want to be the Oklahoma City Thunder? Like, I mean, they're going to be the younger version. Um, you have a great, you know, Devin Booker's great. Like, I think he was on his way there without Paul. Um, I, again, think you're stuck with a guy for three years for also monstrous contract. It seems – it doesn't seem like a good trade. Like, I I seem like it was like a trade to just trade. Yeah, it seemed like we'll get that veteran leadership and also this guy's a closer, so his close game losses we're having maybe won't happen and we'll put less pressure on Devin Booker to be the be-all and all of his team. But the team that has assembled is not particularly great, even so. No, I mean, they're a good young team, but like they would have, I wouldn't put him above. I think they would have been that without, yeah. with or without. I wouldn't yeah. even with Chris Paul. I'm not putting him above the Pelicans. I'm not putting him above no. Memphis. Uh, as far as the young teams that are, I might maybe above the Hawks, maybe above the Hawks, maybe. Yeah, so young so, teams. Yes, I. But yeah, like at best, if I don't like, maybe I probably put them ahead of the Kings. Like, but they're they're still ninth. Yeah. You know, ninth, yeah, eighth, ninth, like, ninth, yeah. you want to be that. Like, I don't know, do you want to face the Lakers in the first round? Yeah. Like, in the first, first round sweep, I don't know. Like, I guess maybe yeah, if that's a goal. Playoff fodder. It's, yeah. I mean, you got to start somewhere. You got to start yeah. somewhere. And it's true. I just don't know how Paul gets elevates you. Like, he, he's the one piece you want to take on the side, but he's so expensive, nobody can take him now. Yeah. Like, but maybe gets, they're planning on trading him later. Who I, knows? I, I think there's like maybe people will learn from him. They'll learn how to, you know, get into the gym, how to play defense, how to work on defense, how to like just the Booker the seems legit. Like he's yeah. up there with Donovan Mitchell, in my opinion. Yeah. Obviously more highly touted, but like a student of the game. He cares a lot. He works incredibly hard. Yeah. I th- think obviously it just shows you in the game like what it takes. Um what it takes to be like a really good winner i think what happens here is chris paul is there to teach them the small things the little things you don't know after until years of experience because he's got one of the highest basketball iqs we've ever seen oh yeah he's incredibly underrated i feel like maybe maybe he becomes a player coach you know (laughs) as a a contract pays out like we'll roll this money into coaching for you you're kind of setting yourself up with these guys so they know you they trust you then we move you into a leadership position uh maybe i don't know it doesn't never happens but maybe it'll happen uh not every great player makes a great coach that's 100 percent true michael jordan makes a terrible gm but he's the greatest player of all time uh (laughs) oh well that's true yes exactly nobody will be able to take that away from nobody cares what you do with your own money all i know is you're really bad with it but you were an incredible basketball player. Like, and your journey was epic in a story that, again, will never be relived. Two three-peats, like, the list goes on and on. Like, yeah. that guy was amazing. Amazing, yeah. amazing. So, yeah. what, top five? So, you want to start, like, by top five teams? Like, did you think, like, to watch out for, in your opinion, east or west? Oh, that? man. Uh, teams to watch out for. The Miami Heat. Uh, turns out, <laughs> pretty good. They're pretty good. Pretty good. And now they're going to have another full season together. They got some new additions. Uh, I think I think they make a run again. Uh, I'm just going to call it now, and then I'll uh, eat my words later. Uh, but on the East, it's the same guys. This is just it, all this movement means nothing. Like I don't even. Are the Nets going to be good this year? Uh, probably it's Durant and, and Irving and the poo-poo platter of players that have yes that were good talents. when they didn't have to play with those guys it's yeah. like it's different when you don't get the ball as much yeah. you and don't get you only get five shots a game yeah and they're overlapping talents so it's like you all do the same thing so how do we even yeah. deter- do we just play the hot hand and then how do you determine the hot hand how much chance how much rope do you give them uh 
I, I don't know. I don't know if they're actually a good team, but nobody knows because they haven't played. They haven't played. Yeah. We'll see what yeah. happens. Durant hasn't played in like uh, probably yeah. like what, 18 year, months or so. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Year and five months or whatever it is. Yeah, six months. Yeah, so a year and a half. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And with a debilitating injury that a lot of people don't come back from. So he's going to be a different guy. But he also was moving into that old man game anyway. He'd already been making that transition to like playing power forward, getting his butt in there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He seemed like playing more defense, kind of waiting for the ball. But again, that's on a team. Warriors yeah. team that like moves the ball else. around where, you know, you're going to get 20 shots, 20, 20, even with yeah. all the guys you have, because you're going to shoot an absorbent amount of shots a game. You're yeah. going to shoot like because the offense was so beautiful that you yeah. were going to get your shot. You're going to, gonna, yeah. 20 shots is like going to be 20 of the best shots you've ever taken <laughs> because NBA. everybody can shoot on that team besides Draymond green. Yeah. That he guy's terrible. He had one good year, one good and, year oh. and then 19% or whatever for the rest of his life. Oh my God. He's so bad. <laughs> he's regressed terribly. He took his money and ran, yeah. ran, ran, ran. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, the East is always tough. It's like the Celtics. It's Celtics, the yeah. I think it's top four, probably. Yeah, and then both what are they this well. year? I, I don't know what the 76ers are this year either. It seems like yeah. I mean, they got Doc Rivers. They they got a coach maybe who could lead them. Maybe not. Maybe showing something that they haven't. Like you can't do it on talent alone. I mean, we talked about that too in previous podcasts like what phil jackson meant to jordan and top yeah of that's true. everything else like you need you need leadership and so hopefully he i think he can bring some yeah um but yeah yeah he, are he they has, top four that, maybe yeah he has that gravitas that people like because you felt like the players could over talk brett brown like that they could over yes. like oh, they yes. go to management and like hey brett brown's fucking up and they're like all right we agree with you not brett brown i don't think they can do that with doc rivers so that might no. help I guess. <laughs> yeah, he still can carry around that Celtic championship for a little. It still has gravitas. I turned like, around the Clippers. We didn't win a championship, but they were also the worst team in the league for 30 years before I showed up. That is also I'm true. Rivers. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I got Chris Paul to us because the David NBA Stern wouldn't let him go to Lakers. Which so let's just they, talk about that tampering NBA they, always in they, on it. Bogdan, I think I that told was a you, real um, thing. They just uh, they're like, hey, don't do uh, that. And they're like, okay. It's the, they're like, this is unfair for the league. They, you can't put this shooter over there for nobody. You who can't. does like? But who does that? Like that? I mean, it seemed it seemed mighty suspicious to me. Like all of those things on top of. Uh, many times trades didn't go through that we thought, but I think the Chris Ball trade that didn't happen to LA would go up there because just nothing was like that before where we were always complaining about how Lakers always got the stars. They always traded for, traded for Gasol for a bag of beans and Kawhi, Kwame Brown. Like, like when you hey, get the best beans player ever, it just happened. Marcus yeah. turned out to be good. <laughs> oh yeah, like yes, and of course he was good too. Yeah, but how long did it take? Three yeah, years. it took him like three years. Like so, it's like it's just amazing. But yeah, for that to not happen, like like David Stern to be like, okay, that's enough from you, Lakers. Like yeah. we need to like calm it down. Like, well, I think because Kobe maybe gets one more. He maybe gets one more with a Paul trade. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. He doesn't tear his Achilles. It is weird that they did it with LA because it seems like a lot of times, like, yeah, get these big market teams the players they need to, right. because they're our marquee teams. But I think what was happening was but the, the Lakers Knicks, were already never recently happens. the Lakers were already recently successful. They're like, we don't need this right now. <laughs> like two years later, they're like, yeah, give him Chris Paul. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now we'll give him a thirty-eight year old Chris. So Paul. now I think it's very possibly like. We're doing this for the good of the league. The Milwaukee Bucks cannot get one of the best three-point shooters in the league on a team that already is destroying everybody offensively. We can't allow that. What are you trading? Your eighth man? No. <laughs> yeah, no, but that was okay before. Not yeah. now. It was the Memphis Grizzlies, so, and it did so happen. Jerry West was the GM, and uh, you know, all of those things. There's no way yeah. uh, that happens other than that, but... um that just you know it shows like what what matters in the league and yeah. stars matter yeah and we were we've been talking the last couple of days about this whistleblower podcast dude it's incredible podcast 
Yes, about it just opens up the door to so many things. It's a very intelligent podcast. I love that podcast, yeah. and I think you did too. So yeah, I I love listening to Tim Donahue talk because when you watch him referee a game, you're like, oh, that's just some. Oh, he's a dweeb, but he's like the, the he's a like, mob guy. He's a mob guy. <laughs> oh, sounds it's amazing. Like, yeah, he's like, oh, we got connected with the mob. How'd you do that? Oh, I was living in a mob town the entire time. Um, we all oh, are yeah. mob. Everybody here's he mob. Yeah, the mob, New mob, York mob. accent, the gritty, gritty. <laughs> like, oh, it's a amazing yeah, and i it's don't so uh, good and it is it is the way that you can cheat the game is just hey call fouls that are fouls that we normally wouldn't call but they are fouls that we leave alone it's like you know in, in nfl you could call holding on every play it would be a dick right. move, but you could do it and it's like it's not against the rules that you're enforcing the rules but we all right. agree that there's like you can let that go this is a game maybe let them play right like everything. we don't call pass interference on a hail mary yeah. just like you don't call a foul on the last shot of the game. It's like there's like these unwritten rules that everybody's kind of been like, well, you know, you let that decide it. But yeah. then when you see those things happen last minute, and again, on games that maybe don't matter to people, like Houston versus Memphis or whatever, yeah. like where nobody's really paying attention, those that's where the money is. Like yeah. that, I mean, which which it leads to is like yeah we got to get that point spread up so we're gonna put Harden on the line a lot and then in this game maybe we don't give him those calls like those head fakes that he makes like we're yeah. we're not gonna go for it this time like it's it's very ugh, it's very uh, uh disheartening but uh I, I we love it we love the game so yeah, and, the greater thing wins yeah and like sometimes it's blatant and it's like you can't do it but they have to do it in the biggest games possible which puts the microscope on them like we all had our suspicions during certain playoff oh, games yeah. that something yeah. was amiss here uh like and i think you know everybody's like oh uh these refs are doing it on their own there's no way that's true the league is definitely in on it because yes. it's always to the team that has the bigger draw. The big, like we know that if this team advances, our finals ratings are going to be worse, and that's yeah. We need an extra this thing to go six games. We like, need this thing to for TV rights. What we promise to the yeah, to the stations. What we promise everything else. Yeah, so when there's that much money involved, there right. there cannot be skadelgery, like, unfortunately. Yeah, David Stern's entire commissionership was growing the league into a financial yes. superpower. And yes, you're gonna fuck with his money. You're gonna fuck with no, his money. No, especially by being a good when team, he was able to do what team? he was able to do in the first ten years. Yeah, well, well, he was really bankrupt. Those get more and more greedy, right? Once they see it happen they have to put their mitts on it as many ways as possible. Once they realize this is happening, they like, Oh, we need to do this. We need to market here. That's why you see in that Jordan documentary, them like the dream team and all of that, that was all about marketing. Like yeah. they, they didn't really care about the Olymp, but they knew that what it would mean for the NBA if they did it, like yeah. it would just bring more gravitas. Yeah. It's like, we can't lose to other countries. That means we don't have the best basketball product on earth. How do we sell a second tier product? We can't let this happen. Therefore dream team. And yes, is David Stern wrong? I don't think so. No. And it, I think it brought the best out of the European too. Yeah. Cause then, then you get donches, then you get, Dirk Davitsky, you don't get those guys if if yeah. we don't do dream team. So yeah. it, it's amazing. And so it, it, it works, works out in ways. every way. Yeah. yeah, it works both ways, definitely. Yeah. So anyway, that that's a tangent. You listen to Whistleblower Podcast. Uh, oh, please plug. do. It's so yes. good. Uh, <laughs> it was really, it's really, really good. It's yeah. a, Turn this on off. our first podcast, <laughs> our, our first official real podcast. We're going to promote other people's podcasts yeah. with it. <laughs> Lift him up. That's what the the thing is. Uh, but yeah, so East Coast, uh, Eastern Conference, it's what it is. Western Conference is fucking mayhem right now. Right. I mean, like the clearly, top. Do the top four change? Like no. for you, Clippers, Houston. Oh, so it would well, be Houston like what, Clippers. Yeah. So Houston goes down. They're not top four. The Warriors with we we don't know what it's going to be. Clay injured. Does that bring them? Down up, yeah. Are they, how good are they going to be? That that's the topsy turvy. It's like is there going to be a lot of four and five C teams that yeah. are really good, I like think, Blazers. Yeah, and the Mavericks put in some work, Mavericks, filling in their holes. Yes. yes. Uh, so it's going to be, I think, you know, Lakers the top, Clippers second, Rockets third, and then uh, not Rockets, goddamn it, Mavericks, the other Texas team, uh, <laughs> toast to Texas. 
Uh, <laughs> the yes. The but, Texas yes. Yeah, so get those guys, and then it's just going to be a battle. I don't know who's going to come out of it. Like, I love Memphis. San Antonio's always quiet, too. They don't ever do any splashes, but yeah. they. I wouldn't be surprised if they're there. Like, they get they get some European team. I don't even know who they drafted, but nobody does until they go out there and wreck everybody. Like, yeah. nobody had Ginobili and Tony Parker, like, killing everybody, and then they just proceeded to win championships so. yeah i mean and they they made it into the bubble they they weren't one of the teams that didn't come into the bubble uh they didn't do particularly well but the suns went eight no and didn't advance so no exactly like, they were too far behind it's a weird yeah. season it's the first time they didn't make the playoffs in 23 years and you're like oh i guess they're dead then that's not <laughs> like you can't just assume that the no are done. no you can't so <laughs> no i love the look on your face like stern like you can't no no, I can stop. There's only certain teams you can believe, and I mean, again, is you you've been a fan as long as I have. So um, there, um, there's just how there's a hierarchy. Um, like you said, it rarely happens that the Miami Heat, who is the seventh or sixth seed, makes it all the way to the finals. Um, that's insane, but um, that's what we love about sports. I hope that kind of stuff happens more often. Um, but yeah, you want the best teams to play the best teams, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what you want and you don't want, like, it would have been nice to see them play with Dragic and, and Autobio all the yeah, way through. That would have been awesome. Um, but like you said, they took them six and they, um, and they were close games besides the last one. Yeah. And that's where they you don't have it. In literally had a spleen. Yeah. You had yeah. nothing left. You're, they had a video everything. of, um, Butler like walking out of the press conference after he was done, literally like walking like me or you after <laughs> like moving furniture for three hours. Yeah. Like he had nothing his body was just breaking no matter how much recovery time he yeah. had. He, You're done. Like I can't believe it. You're trying to drag a sixth seed to a championship against the number one team in the NBA against the yeah. the, the arguably the twenty one year old is like your second highest scorer. Um, that's, that's not good. Yeah. It's, it's not going great for you. Cause you take two. Yeah. That's <laughs> you did. madness. They did take two with, with they your did. starting point guard out or no, I guess he was a bench player. Goran eventually moved to the bench during the season, but he was initially the starter that year. Um, yeah. And then your center who had just jumped to the all NBA status gets hurt in the series. Like against a team that is running you on the inside. That's their well, whole yeah, thing. That's, that's their guy. <laughs> and you yeah, still win exactly. two. And you still yeah. win two. And he's still into <laughs> despite that. And now they're coming, uh, the, the, they're yeah. coming back reloaded and with a whole season together. Like, so you think in their top three team? Do you think they're number one? I okay. think they're top three team. I think, I think, yeah, I think Bucks are still there because yep. Giannis has still got one more year. They're not going to trade him. Um, I don't know if he'll leave in free agency next year. We'll see. We'll see what they can do off season. They have one more season to kind of prove it to him, but I don't think he's, he can still sign the max, the super max next year. So there's nothing advantageous for him to do it this year. He just make his money. Um, we'll see. Yeah. I would say my top five are Lakers, Clippers, Bucks, Boston, for sure. I would be totally surprised if they don't win it this year. Um, they are at least come out of the East. Um, they, they should, um, I don't know if they have enough to deal with the Lakers. Um, right. they would match up with the Clippers. I think pretty well, that yes, would be, a, that'd be a really good series to watch Two like two forwards versus two forwards that they can score and play defense. Yeah. Um, I think that would be the greatest matchup, but you know, again, can't go. I'm not going against LeBron. It's hard. I'm not. He it's just weird. goes to ch- – unless he gets hurt, he goes to fucking finals, man. Like, I don't know how to stop it. Like, yeah, he it, can't. inevitable. But not necessarily yes. winning, but like he's he's going to be there. Dude, he's, he's going to the fun- – yeah, yeah, exactly. It's Put like the, he's it. Tiger Woods. Like, you, even though he doesn't win all the time, he's going to be there in the end more often he's than any other <laughs> Yeah, he's going to be on the leaderboard more often than not. So, you got he's the, he's the safest bet. Yeah. And – uh so for me, I think we should uh, definitely talk about one more player. Let's make him a beer. Yes. We talked about him already. Zion Williamson entering his oh. second season. He only played 21 games, but second season, what kind of beer 
Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson. Six foot six, two eighty seven, small forward, second season, college dynamo, terrible knees, blows out his <laughs> shoes. What this is a it's too big There's... for the package it's in. What? Yes. There's you no open it th- and you're like expecting one thing, but it's so there's so much more in there. You're like, it's, what it's, equipment can he possibly wear besides <laughs> football equipment that would dictate, like, allow him to be what he is? Um, God, I would say a, a hazy IPA. Like the hype is there. You you're gonna slurp it up. You want to see him? Like you want to see him because it's just how can this not work? And then he's just like a physical beast, but you just know it can't last forever, even though there's now a definition for hazy IPA. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I like hazy IPA. I think he's great. Um, but yeah, we'll see how long he lasts. So. I like your comparison because when you crack the can, you're like, Ooh, what is that? Cause that smells just all, it's all comes oh, out of that glass. Out of that yeah. Can. Citrusy sweet goodness like it's a nice balance takes out the cut but you know it's a solid beer it is a solid beer and it's become in our ethos as one of the top beers if not the top beer here's what i'm going to call him i think he's a great player i think you can build a team around him i think he's got a big future in here i don't think he's going to be your number one guy that's what i think i've been wrong before about this type of player uh, but like Charles Barkley, he needed to go to the Suns and have Kevin Johnson. He needed a running mate to get over the yes. top. Uh, so for me, this is not an insult. I think you go to a place that you know and trust. You know they're going to do good stuff, and you're going to get their second-level beer, one that people mm-hmm. don't really seek out but is always there, and it packs a wallop despite not being a particularly big beer. So I'm talking big flavor, big aroma, low ABV. I'm going to call it. Drake's Robusto Porter. Oh, interesting. I know. Didn't we call somebody else a porter? I think we called Kevin Garnett or something like that a porter. Yep, Carl Malone. Athletic power forwards. Not too flashy, but it gets the job done. I like it, yes. And let's let's summarize it for new listeners. Basically, centers are stouts, unless, of course, your power forward is a stout. Big, bold, powerful. Power forwards, flashy, but or by the book, Tim Duncan is a porter. Yes. Sean Kemp yes. is a stout, but he, they play the same position. You know, Hakeem Olajuwon, yes. a stout. <laughs> uh, that big tall guy in Space Jam, Bradley, Sean Bradley. <laughs> yes, Sean, Sean Bradley, Bradley is a porter. Yes. N- yes. Nothing flashy there. Uh, no, but they, we talked about, yeah, they're yeah. interchangeable. Yeah, they're, they're interchangeable depending interchangeable. on the skill set. Uh but you always have one or the other, like power forwards of stout or the center is, and then vice versa. Uh, it's very rare to have two stouts or two porters. It's happened right. like Luke Longley and uh, like the <laughs> Twin Towers when Robinson was hurt. Anyway, um, Bill Wennington, Bill Perdue, uh, or Will Perdue. That's, a, that's like, okay, we've got two porters here. What are we doing? Um, but <laughs> but uh, when, uh, point guards, loggers, you want a good, solid driving engine, solid, well-made, yeah, yes. dependable. Uh, and dependable, then you, always got, there. And then your superstars, you got your double IPAs, you got triple IPAs, regular IPAs, hazy IPAs, and as we discussed, the milkshake IPA, the superstar that people can't stand, oh. or ones Ugh. that people adore for so no bad. reason. Uh, yes. And then you've got your... Uh, Session IPAs, the guys are regular season performers that can't bring it to you in the playoffs. They can't amplify. Uh, and of course, you got your guys who think they're IPAs but are really pale ales. Uh, so your Steve Francis's, your Stefan Marbury's. Uh, that's yes. kind of – and then, you know, those other styles. There's goes – we get sours, the blending of skill sets, you know, wh- whatever. But the basic Whatever, ones, yeah. yeah. That's the basic how we outline them. People can fit in different holes. That's how NBA works. You know, Magic Johnson is a power forward who plays center and point guard. And, and he I, was a point guard. Yeah, he yeah. was like the tallest point guard yeah. ever. So maybe we make him a doppelbock, you know, let's just get nuts. <laughs> but that's uh, the basic concept of this show. We should have announced earlier, but we didn't. Uh, Surely, sure. But why do that? Yeah. Why do that? Why, why not just jump into it? should be listening before. Yeah, go back and listen to the other ones. That's yeah. how we do it. Well, I'll bring them back out. So that's what I'll do. I'll bring them back out so people will be like, oh, okay, I got you. I got you. And also, <laughs> since we're here, if you are listening to this podcast and you want us to compare a player, past, present, or future, to a beer, you let us know. You want us to compare a team to a brewery, you let us know. We'll do it. Name it. 1972 Name bucks. It. Who are you? We'll figure it out. We're those yeah. people. Uh, we are. <laughs> we put our opinions out there like nobody else on 
internet, yeah. even though that everyone. We will stand by our opinions until we are proven wrong. And then we'll be like, yep, that's, I'm a human being. I learned to grow. Uh, thank you. I've got new experiences. Matt Liner will always be a trash quarterback. And I called it early and I call it often. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Phil, I try to keep these episodes to an hour because we're professionals. What do we got yes. going on in the world of Phil Webster, culinary artist? Oh, man. Uh it's uh, COVID cooking. Like, that's what we're kind of doing. I'm, I'm supporting a lot of my friends uh, who are out there still doing God's work and trying to start pop-ups and stuff like that, especially to help out breweries at this point. Renegade Kitchen is out there. Rude Boy pop-up. They um, they do Jack Rabbit out here in West Sac. They do Campus out here in West Sac. Um Everybody's doing great work. Support your breweries. Like we all talk about, that's part of this podcast is supporting your breweries and going to get cans anytime you can. Go out there and have a couple pints if you can too, if the state where you are, county allows it. And uh, yeah, that's what I got going on. Nice. So where can people follow you to keep up with what you're up to? Culinary Lando. That's L-A-N-D-O. They, uh, that's where I'll post most of my food, anything that you can have, uh, made at home with, uh, you know, just things to think outside the box. It gets kind of tough here when you're in your stay at home orders and stuff like that to kind of get, uh, creative without feeling like you're doing a ton of work. So, uh, I try to give you ideas to kind of help everybody out. So that's kind of what I got in my world, man. Yep, yep. And for Barley and Me, Ben Rice, you can go ahead and follow that across social media at Barley and Me Pod, doing my chugs for charity where I chug beers on video and raise funds for local charities, even national charities, worldwide They're charities. To watch. They're fun. I've loved them. Uh, so anyway, this has been episode one of season 2020-2021 of <laughs> Hoops and Hops. I'm never going to say it that way again. Thank you so much for listening. Please keep saying Come it back way. next time. We've got some new teams for you, some new breakdowns, maybe some new segments. Thank you so much for listening. Yes, it was fun. Thank you so much. Can't wait to do it again, dude. For Hoops and Hops, I'm Ben Rice. And I'm Phil Webster. Reminding you, please, please dunk, dunk responsibly. responsibly. <laughs>